0: Lovely mamas, mamas mamas-to-be, and birth workers, welcome to the Belly Baby Mom Podcast, a safe place where we can connect, share, and inspire.
1: We are your hosts, Shireen Zarug and Eleonora Fornelli. Let's do do this. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. Here we are back. Very excited about what we managed to achieve last week.
0: Yes, the movie nights are embracing motherhood. Fourth edition movie night. Uh, if you have attended. I hope you have enjoyed the night and the evening. If you haven't, well, we still have another uh, few, I think, a couple coming up this year. But it was, uh, all in all, it was a great event, I think, Uh, and I'm saying this as feedback from the moms who've attended (laughs) and the partners, but I think it was pretty nice. I think we've managed to, uh, you know, have a lot of attendees of, you know, pregnant women and, you know, couples, let's say, new parents. Just learning a thing or two about different topics that we've discussed that night, from gentle birthing to um, even visiting the mom and baby stalls that we've had. Lovely talks from the obstetricians and midwives at the American Hospital. Um, I think it was a love. Oh, and the food was great as well.
1: Yes. What is the best memory that you have of that night? the best
0: that's a tough question don't put me on the spot like that Uh, I think we've had (laughs) quite a few interesting uh, moments and memories that I can recall well food for one (laughs) is at the top of my list I think we've had a large buffet and a large line for the food as well um I loved, uh, well, one thing that comes to my mind is the the giveaways that we had, the raffle draws at the end, where we've had a lot of moms uh, kind of go home with lovely packages and uh, lovely prizes from our lovely partners of the event. That was one. What about you?
1: Mine, I have two. The first one was to see all of our amazing team members lined up with us and their beautiful smiles Mm -hmm. and love. And uh, and the second one was I was approached by uh, a psychologist, mm-hmm. and uh, she she really came to me to to say that we did an amazing job and that we were very brave for showing such a graphic movie, mm-hmm. and it really made me feel good and realized that we are really doing our best to make changes happening, and we are we're doing it yeah so for whomever is interested in knowing how birth works (laughs) you are really welcome to attend our movie nights because even if we really try our best and i would like to thank my husband who really tried to blur as much as possible the nudity and uh, and the the birthing scenes few of them escaped from his eyes I mean, so. Yeah, that, that's something
0: interesting as well to, to talk about, right? I mean, we are talking birth, and we yeah. are talking you know, this is the what 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 to expect, mm-hmm. right? You are going to see bits and pieces, <laughs> um, and, and so I think yes. I mean, we did a great job in in kind of masking some of these areas, uh, but I think all in all, uh, obviously, people aren't stupid right like we know what, <laughs> we know what we're viewing what they're viewing um and they know what they're viewing and uh i think it's it's uh i think it was really nice i mean the whole movie in general just uh, viewing or understanding the different perspective of birth in the different cultures around the world that, that was the main message i believe um, but it was really nice i mean even for me to watch it honestly uh, and kind of see how birth is perceived uh, around the world globally and, and to and to make aware that birth is a natural physiological experience that a woman uh, goes through. So I think in that sense, yes, we've, uh, we've succeeded in spreading that <laughs> message, which is quite interesting because, I mean, for today, for us to, to have to show people how yeah. birth happens, it's, it's quite an interesting perspective because I don't think women needed to know back then. But because of many reasons, obviously it's nice to kind of reinforce that message, and we do it brilliantly at our movie nights. <laughs> so I'm really glad. Uh, but speaking of feedback, Ellie, I mean, even uh, by email, we've received quite a few uh, feedback from the moms who did attend or the couples who did attend that they did they did really enjoy it. I mean, it was it was enjoyable? The movie was great. The food was great. But all in all, I think a lot of them came back with the
1: feedback that they went
0: home learning something new.
1: Oh, this is so good to hear. You know,
0: and this again, this is this is our aim, right? This is our goal with the movie nights. Is if you go back home with just learning a thing or two about gentle birthing, about birthing options, um, this 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 for me makes my day. You yeah, know, this definitely. this is the
1: goal. It does. And going back to our today's episode. Uh, before the movie night we had the chance of having a very nice chat with the lovely midwives of american hospital and um, i think this episode will really make understand to many people who midwives are and why they are so passionate about their work.
0: Right, I loved uh, Wendy, the midwife from uh, American Hospital. Her presentation at the American Hospital was quite. I loved her first slide, <laughs> which showed uh, you know people people's perception of midwives. Are, are they witches? Are they <laughs> you know? Do they do all this stuff? But uh, so I think yeah, this episode is uh, really interesting in the sense that it really uh, explains to people the difference between a, a midwife, between obstetricians. Uh, even obstetric nurses, doulas, and, you know, uh, how they all work together and what their roles are in the birthing room uh, when they're there attending or um, witnessing a birthing couple, let's say.
1: Yeah. And before moving forward to the episode, we would like just to remind you of our next classes coming up. Uh, Baby massage will be starting on the 23rd of February, afternoon times, from 4 to 5.30 in the lovely location that is Babies and Beyond uh, in um, Media City in Dubai. And the same day, we have the hypnobirthing course as well. So four classes
0: uh, from 3 to 6 p.m. at the American Hospital Dubai. Yeah.
1: So we really hope you will enjoy this episode. Please leave any feedback from us and uh, feel free to get in touch whenever you want.
0: Yeah, and uh, also just a quick reminder, we actually have quite a few events happening in March (laughs) (laughs) as well that we are planning for you all. So do check, make sure that you're uh, in touch or that you're connected to all our social media, Facebook, Instagram, because we will be updating you with all the lovely talks and and tasters and things that we have coming up, but also on our website. Hopefully that will be updated soon as well, (laughs) bellybabymom.com. So... Without further ado, let's leave you with this lovely episode uh, with uh, Wendy and Harriet, the midwives from American Hospital. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. So, good morning, ladies. It's so lovely to have you here on the podcast. Good morning. morning. Good morning. Thank you for being here with us. Um, if you can just go ahead and introduce yourselves to us. Okay.
2: Good morning. I'm Harriet. I'm one of the midwives at the American Hospital. Good morning, I'm Wendy,
1: midwife in American Hospital and a tissue consultant as well. And it's amazing to see that you're seated in a birthing room. (laughs) Yes, Yes. we are. We're loving the setting
3: today. And on a rocking chair. And
1: on a rocking
0: chair, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. So uh, Wendy and Harriet, can you uh,
3: tell us a little bit about yourselves and your backgrounds? So well, I'm a midwife, I'm from Italy and I'm a midwife since 2004. Uh, I left Italy in 2011, and if you ask me why, I say, well, I don't know. I just wanted (laughs) a new experience. My dream was to go to Australia, but uh, as you see, I stopped in the middle. (laughs) So I was working in Cornish Hospital at the beginning for five years, and then I moved to Dubai, and now I'm here in American Hospital to keep on supporting women and supporting like uh, natural labor and deliveries. Um,
2: I'm Harriet, so I'm from the UK. Um, I qualified as a midwife in 2011. Um, I was working in the UK up until last year um, when I moved to Dubai. Again, wanted a new challenge, a new experience, completely new sort of midwifery as well, which I have noticed. Um, But uh, yeah, I'm enjoying working in Dubai. And again, like Wendy says, sort of supporting women here in the UAE. Um, in sort of normal natural childbirth.
1: So So you mentioned that um, you noticed some difference between working in the UK and working here. Can you (laughs) explain that?
2: So the UK, firstly, for us as midwives, we do sort of tend to work a lot on our own. So we sort of care for the women, make the plans of care, um and um sort of look after women sort of when everything's normal so low risk birth water birth um even sort of throughout the high risk labors but again we're sort of very much supported um but here the doctors we they make the care plans and everything and we work alongside the doctors So they are very sort of supportive in the way that we care for the women. But again, it's under the doctor's orders and things like that. So that is very different to the UK.
1: But I believe that in the UK and in in Italy as well, I mean, Mm. all over the European, in Europe, Europe, uh, the midwife role is to take care of uh, the healthy woman throughout her whole life, right? It's not only focusing on pregnancy. That's
3: what is missing basically here in the whole UAE. In Italy, my other European country, as a midwife, I are really taking care about women. What mm-hmm. I mean so from the women like teenagers, so they start all the sexual activity, they start with the period, they start to be like a woman. Mm. So we're basically taking care of them. We can explain to them what's happened to their life. We can explain about contraception. We can work as a family planning for them. Mm-hmm. And also, after we're taking care about antenatal lady, in uh, which way we're taking care of an antenatal class, giving like parent education, parent support, not only to the woman but even to the other child around the woman, to the arrival of the new baby, and also to the father, so mm-hmm. how to spend the father-to-be. And after, of course, you know, when you think about the midwives, you think about uh, like an old lady sitting <laughs> close to a, to a woman <laughs> saying, push, 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 but delivery is not only our things. Mm-hmm. Also, we're working in postnatal. We're working like, uh, uh, for the breastfeeding, and we're working also for the women that reach the menopause. Mm. Mm. And a special thing that we are doing in Europe that uh, here is not so much considered, is about working on the perineal you know the pelvic mm-hmm. floors and sides and everything now to take care about this part of the woman as well
1: Okay. Yeah. so which kind of education do you have so in the UK I Even think
3: in it's Italy, in the, the, same, the same, same now yeah. yeah
2: so we can do a direct entry to midwifery um, so it's a three-year degree course Previous to that, you had to do your general nursing and then sort of go on to do an add-on to a midwifery. But
3: now they've made it um, a sort of direct entry. Yeah, so they yes. say in Italy, at least in 2003, when I st- mm. when I finished my graduation, you can be only a midwife and you got full yeah. degree in midwifery, mm-hmm. three years of so experience, years. Yeah. which is means that you study and you work in a hospital as well. Mm. Yes. so it's like complete. So it was three intense year. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, very
2: intense. It's like a full time job. Yeah. Um, some people try and work alongside it, but actually, you're in university Monday to Friday, nine to five, and then alongside that, you have placement blocks, which is full time hours. I think ranging from six to ten weeks of on sort of on hands on the job. So um, you're already
3: practicing. In already the hospital. practicing. In the mm. meantime, you're you should starting. have at least forty deliveries yeah. I think, because you, before you take your degree, forty mm. deliveries can it you by yourself. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. that's
0: quite interesting. Oh, and thank you for sharing and clarifying, because yeah. I mean, growing up here, for, at least for myself, um, and especially in certain cultures as well, there mm-hmm. is um, a kind of a misunderstanding of what a midwife is, you know, is really yeah um, so it's nice to know um, and to confirm that midwives are medical professionals mm-hmm. uh, you do hold a medical degree yeah um, so what I would like for you to clarify as well to those listening who might not be aware is what is uh, even the difference between let's say a midwife and a nurse or an obstetric nurse that we tend to also have um, in the birth room during labor mm. so
3: basically to explain very simple a midwife can actually we say I don't like the work on condu- labour because it's the woman that cannot deliver it, but uh, the midwife can receive the baby, okay? Mm -hmm. A midwife can do internal examination. A midwife can really um, work as a obstetrician in a very low risk cases Mm -hmm. but a nurse cannot do a nurse basically she can do like the vital sign for the lady she can just follow about the assessment in labor in terms of how the lady she is how is the pain at this moment if she needs any kind of pain or analgesia she can provide hand up the lady but she cannot do anything related on childbirth itself which is only for the midwives of course here in the UAE we cannot do all of that so basically sometimes we are more like working more like a nurse mm-hmm. a part of here an yes. American hospital yeah. which I think yeah, <laughs> that is exactly. quite good now. Yes. No, I, so I, think I
0: suppose it also depends yeah. on the hospital you yeah. work honestly because I, mean, I yeah. did you know come across midwives that are more like nurses and you know others here, like the American Hospital, where you yes. actually get to play more of the mid- midwife role. Yes, I yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. We do notice here, yeah. we care for the women throughout their admission, throughout after they've delivered on the postnatal ward, until they go home really, we are very much involved in their care. The obstetric nurses, they very much work alongside us, the midwives, um, so, There is a limitation sometimes with the little things that they can do, but generally they are able to care for the women. They have those sort of um, the training and correct training that they need. The only thing difference really is the internal examinations, and like we said before, the being able to actually be at the delivery. The midwife has to be with the delivery, and then you will also have an obstetric nurse in the room. They will also care for mum and also care for the baby following the delivery. Do the initial baby checks and initiate the breastfeeding as well, um, and then they will sort of then transfer over to the um, ob/gyn ward.
3: Well, and let's say that basically the midwife is a first response, a responsible mm. person for the woman in mm. labor. And after, usually we are followed by a nurse with us to help us for the ladies. Yeah, yeah. But the mm. care is like for the midwife, mm. Mm. and uh, that's the question. When <laughs> okay. the do- when the doctor
1: arrives, yes. <laughs> yeah. when the doctor comes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And in this this setting, how do you see doulas fitting in?
2: Doulas definitely do fit in because we actually find... The doulas, obviously, it's lovely. They get to meet the woman before, during the pregnancy, and they get to build that relationship. I have worked quite a few times now with the doulas, and they get to provide that emotional, um, supportive role for the family, for everybody in the room, and even actually for us. Yes, for us. Because even, yes, we're caring for that woman, and we are responsible for that, but there's sometimes where we can't be in the room all the time, and that gives us the support as well to know that the woman is well supported in the room um, throughout everything. Um, and also being an advocate for the woman and helping her with her decisions. Mm-hmm. Because when the women are tired, they're in pain, they,
3: sometimes they're not thinking straight. And therefore, they want something maybe to finish the labor quicker, or they maybe they're doing a great job by themselves. But after the moment, because as you say, they are tired, they are kind of even Mm. demotivated sometimes labor. They Mm. need someone to just believe in them, okay? Yeah. And uh, as a midwife, we always do like that, but as I already say, sometimes we cannot be on the room every single moment with the lady, because maybe we have got the patient, we've got yes. some emergency outside. so to have a inside the room is really make a great difference it for does. us.
0: yeah. No, it's beautiful to see, I mean, one of the, some of the most beautiful births I've attended is when midwives understand our role and yes. we understand their role, so mm-hmm. there's no, Stepping over anybody's feet, and 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 at the end of the day, we need to remember we're all there to support this birthing exactly. woman or this birthing yes. couple. Yeah, mom is at the
1: center, so we are all working exactly. together. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. to have a positive experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So as
3: one on an, an old midwife, we say in Italy when she was going to me, and I learned a lot from her. And she's like a home birth midwife. She always say every time you attend a delivery, something like a, a sacred happen in the room. So you're mm. like a, like a witness involved on that, mm. and you need to help the room to be safe. That's it's okay. the only thing that you need to provide, safety. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we okay. put it as an observer and as well, observer. you're an observer of okay. birth.
2: Right. Yeah. It's, it's a privilege to be yeah. in the room at of the course. time, isn't it? So. Everyone has their own roles, but they actually overlap a lot. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Obstetricians, midwives, the obstetric nurses, doulas. Everyone has their own roles, but the end goal
0: is always the same. Yeah. So, then in terms of the obstetrician, then? Yeah. So, how does the obstetrician fit in? I know this is a, the golden question. <laughs> yeah, so
3: basically, all the women come to the hospital uh, the first time at the camp. They always see a midwife and a nurse, and the first question, so when my daughter arrived? where is my daughter, oh, yes. what's mm-hmm. happened to my daughter? <laughs> so here in American Hospital, it works. The women are come here. They are followed, of course, by a consultant through all the pregnancy, because again, we don't have like antenatal midwifery care. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they come, the midwife will check the lady, so we see if she's in labor, she's not in labor, or if there is any problem with her. And uh, we call just the consultant, uh, just to inform that the lady, she's here, and what is the situation. So usually on arrival, we will check the heart rate of the baby, if there is any contraction with a machine that is called a CTG, or cardiotography, if you want the full name. <laughs> and after, we need to do like an internal examination. That is very important, at least the first one, because we assess. So like about the position of the baby, how far is the baby, and also how many centimeters you are. And uh, after that, uh, usually the doctor come before delivery only if there is any problem. So if no problem at all, usually you are taking care of midwives and doctor until you're literally fine to push it. Okay, and um, oh, as you see, when we start to see the baby, right, yes, exactly, exactly. Sometimes the it's very dependent.
2: Like you say, if everything's yeah. fine, the doctors, we will always be in communication with the doctors, um, and they're more than happy for us to continue with the plan, and we obviously keep the women and the family informed of, course, of the yeah. doctor's plan. So it might be that actually the doctor doesn't come before the delivery, but sometimes they will come just to see the woman, yeah. say hello, see if they have any questions but otherwise m- most of the care is given by the midwives and the obstetric nurses throughout the sort of labor induction or even just observation depending on what the women come in
3: for
1: so this is the normal procedure at the American hospital it is yes right? so it, we can say that is almost a midwife-led maternity ward.
3: yes yeah well we can say yes but uh, on a point of view that the uh, in delivery, in uh, sorry, in delivery, in labor unit, you're taking care about midwife and doctor. But always remember that we are in Dubai, so it's mm. not really yes. like in Europe. So as a midwife, uh, I really cannot have like um, how you say, uh, Independence. Uh, the dependency on yeah. I don't know, giving even a medication stuff like that. So always the plan is must be agree in agreement with the doctor, mm. yeah. and after yeah. I mean, but uh, but at least you know the doctor are very, they don't really. I don't want to say the word they don't care about what we're doing because it's not like that. But uh, if, uh, for example, the lady she's a low risk and she wants to mobilize all the labor, no, no problem on that. Mm, right. They are encouraging even like discontinuing monitoring if the lady is fine. So far for us, is quite a good environment to work as a midwife. Mm. So sometimes we remember, oh yes, we are a midwife. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, mean, I think a lot like of it that.
0: has to do with also the, the, the doctor that you are kind of working with. Because yes. I think every doctor is very different. And I know that some are probably want to be more involved and some really just put all their, you know, their trust and everything in, in with the midwife, yes. right? And then that's, yeah. I think, the times where the midwife really gets to play her role as a midwife. So I yes. think you, I don't know, correct me, if I'm wrong but you probably sometimes um you know experience different births or attend different births differently depending on the the obstetrician or mm-hmm. the doctor
2: yes I yeah, think cool, yeah I think we've grown to know because we work so closely with the doctors mm-hmm. it's actually quite a nice relationship that we tend to know how they work so mm. it's quite nice in that aspect yeah. isn't it and yes of Every obstetrician is slightly different, probably the same with how midwives work mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and doulas because work also. Because everyone is different, you know, yeah. right? we got the yeah. No yeah. wrong human weapons, yeah. You know, so yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's quite nice really, but yes, we will, like you say, we will be in contact with the doctors, but it is quite nice that they do put that trust mm-hmm. in us as a profession to care for their patients. While they're here with us um, at the American hospital. So it's It's, quite right. nice. it's really like good. a relationship, basically. We trust them, we trust Yeah,
0: it's good. It's okay, good. Uh, Wendy, uh, you mentioned something about when a woman comes to the hospital when she's in labor and that she gets the internal check and the monitoring. Can you just elaborate a little bit on that? Whether that is actually a requirement by, you know, typically by hospitals or let's say the American hospital? Uh, what is that? What are we looking for and why is that even a requirement?
3: Well, the, moni- the monitor is a uh, requirement in uh, all the world. We, we have a discussion about the monitor yes or no or the mission because uh, the current guidelines from UK, they mm-hmm. say that if a lady low she doesn't even need an admission assessment with the monitor. But uh, for the law here, you need to have at least 20 minutes of uh, what we call reassuring trace, which is mean that we check your baby heart rate and we check the contraction and we check how your baby's coping with the contraction, the labor itself. And if everything is fine, and your pregnancy was okay and great, uh, with no problem at all, we might discontinue the monitor, and you can just walk and mobilize, and we just listen to the heart every 15 minutes. Regarding instead, the vaginal examination that I know is uh, something not nice at all, <laughs> and uh, every woman got a desire to basically skip on there and have a, like mm-hmm. the delivery without. But the first examination is uh, quite important for us, because uh, as Harry said, we don't have like a midwifery uh, care before, so we don't know anything about the woman. Mm. So we don't know basically anything about the position. It's true that the position of the baby can be like checked by external examination when basically the midwife are putting the hands on the abdomen. So we check the, the baby, how is the baby. But from the internal, we really see if there is any problem, if the baby is, maybe is too high or is coming very well low. And we check not only the centimeters. We check also the dilata- the, 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 sorry, the um, effacement of the cervix. It's soft because they give uh, to us a lot of information. Mm-hmm. The other examination, we can skip. But usually, currently, you are doing one check every four hours. Okay. Just uh, Or earlier if uh, there is any problem. There is bleeding or, mm-hmm. for example, yeah. there is any concern with the heart rate. Otherwise, there is no reason to keep on checking. Yeah. So in um, labor, that maximum will take 12 hours. Uh, you will have maybe three checks. Unless any problem before or after, or doctor decided to do some checks before, that's all. Okay. Yeah, really good to know. Uh,
1: is only one midwife at, assigned to each labouring woman, or you yes. work as a team? How does it work?
2: Uh, ideally, so we have our morning handover, so we have to sort of look at the workload. But yes, ideally one midwife will be allocated to one lady in labour. It might be if we have a busy day, which it can happen, um, it might be that that midwife is looking after two women in labour. It's very... We try not to do that. It's on a sort of rare case scenario. Um, If, for example, we have eight labour rooms, if they're all full... Then of course we have to sort of share the workload but otherwise yes the mu- one midwife will be allocated to that lady for the shift so we do 12 hours mm-hmm. um yes. if obviously the call bell goes or there's any problem then of course you will see the other midwife on the shift and generally that midwife will also have the obstetric nurse working with her so you'll see either your midwife or your oh, nurse yeah. during your admission Okay. And also, hopefully, for the delivery, if you happen to deliver within their shift, which is always nice. Okay.
0: So, obviously, you've attended or you're attending on a daily basis many, many births. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I, I think I'm really interested to hear any interesting stories that you have to share with, if you can share with us, any interesting um, uh, scenarios or experiences, like I said, with Ooh. any births. Good. Well since 2004
3: <laughs> okay. I had uh, a lot of birth, which I say from my experience uh, uh, when I started to work as a midwife, uh, there was I was working in a university hospital basically with a very classical way to deliver lady, so lithiotomy position mm-hmm. and you know episiotomy to every lady first baby. so it was very, very bad. but I was taught to do midwifery mm-hmm. in this way, so it was mm-hmm. what I was following. And then I got, uh, what do we say, when you see the light, oh yeah, vision. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Vision, you know, that's maybe that's not the correct way to assist lady in labor. And uh, I remember my first uh, all four deliveries. You know, with the doctor that was telling me, oh, come on, which position is? The baby's all <laughs> upside down. What's happened to the baby? But it was uh, amazing to see how really the woman was pushing by herself, uh, was believing in herself, in her strength and everything. And uh, as soon as the baby came out, she just uh, grabbed the baby by hands and called oh. the baby. You know, mm. and it was amazing for me. Mm. And uh, another thing that I remember is when uh, the lady, she was she delivering the water with intact membrane. No. so there was this baby <laughs> it's like on my bucket list <laughs> yeah <laughs> because some, most of the ladies they think about I cannot deliver my baby now because my water is not broken no, so yes. you know I don't want to fool the podcast conversation now about uh, when, uh, when you yeah. need yeah. to break your water when happened, that yeah. <laughs> blah, what's happening what's happening but yes it was amazing so to that <laughs> see. is possible that's it's what possible. we want to it know it is <laughs> possible <laughs> 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 always possible I think this baby didn't even realize that he was born I mean in, in, in his sack in his pool in the water Float in yeah. the water so we really you to break up hey good morning baby right? Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the world yeah. it's always when you see the water yeah. come the sort of membranes come you think oh it's yeah, going to
1: happen uh, yeah, this yeah. time and, and then, then they break <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. and, and they the usually wash either yes. you or the doctor <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's when the midwife are keeping and putting some she or something like that <laughs> over <Yes>. the woman <laughs>
0: yes, yes <laughs> exactly yeah. what about yeah, you Harriet? Harriet
2: oh I've been quite lucky actually um yeah. So, when I did my training um, in the UK, I have worked a lot with low-risk um, pregnancies and low-risk births. I used to work in a birth centre, so that mm. is midwifery-led, um, so many water births. Um, I've probably delivered some women in majority of places, <laughs> bathrooms, <laughs> car so parks. Do I have to do a small Yeah, oh. yeah <laughs> car parks, Um yeah, I think to be honest, for us as well in the UK, we don't we actually really try not to deliver women on their back unless mm-hmm. they really don't want to move. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, sort of different, like you say, different birthing positions, which is always lovely. Um but also actually I had a, a lady here, it really sticks in my mind, she was twins. Mm. And she—it was her second pregnancy.
3: I remember. This yeah, I You were with me that day.
2: Um, so she just about made it into the labor room. Just about made it on the bed with twins, and literally just about got her ready. And the first twin came. Oh. Nobody there. Um, it was amazing though because the woman was so calm. Um, Luckily, her husband
3: made it. She did get K-Karim. a Uber, oh, oh, okay. Uber yeah. <laughs> on her own. I think the driver was a uh, kind oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <We're> yeah. driver. <laughs> yes. So and
2: it was amazing. The twins. I mean, they both came out perfectly fine, yeah. and and it was really lovely. And everyone was just amazed by this woman and how she was. She. How many weeks? She was, it was over 36 30, 30, weeks. Yeah. Yeah.
3: 35 or 36. Yeah, like around that, yeah. that
2: time. Um, but actually the twins, they stayed with mum and um, I believe she was breastfeeding. Yeah. I believe she was still breastfeeding when she left but here. I even the
3: phone call, I remember that she called us before to say I'm coming to the hospital yeah. and we, maybe she's not in labour no She she's might like, go like home. She might go home. <laughs> yeah. Very yeah. Chill.
2: And she oh, was really oh. relaxed. So <laughs> she, she was amazing. It was lovely. So, yeah, twins, sort of vaginal birth, no pain relief at all. Really? Wow. This just, is, yeah. How did she come on her own? Her husband was coming from work. Ah, okay. He met her here. He made it. He got here. Okay. But, um, yeah, it was a bit of a, a panic blesser. But she dealt with it amazingly. Really? So that was really sticks in my mind. It was. I d- that's the only thing in the UK, they don't... I have seen some twin vaginal births, but some have had c-sections so but
3: what's a what i like to work here in american hospital for me as a midwife is really mm. they're pushing for like a normal delivery yes we got a doctor yeah they're doing like a baby back for lady that got two mm. section we got yes. the, I, In my antenatal classes now that i'm running there i got two uh, two couples expecting twins and none of them is booked for session mm. brilliant so yes. they yeah. until my baby cephalic and they go it's fine yeah. one lady she will go she's very happy she about 32 weeks, and she's you know ready yeah. for delivery at any time. But you know, there is not this kind of pressure. No, you need mm. to go, you need to go for sure That I can see in some places, mm-hmm. Dubai, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, but even vaginal breach. We have a couple of women yeah. that
3: we know that are coming up
2: close so, to delivery yeah. actually, and um, they're coming in for a vaginal breach. So
3: that's great, yeah. What so you they're
1: still for vaginal breach,
3: yes, yeah. yeah. We are yeah. training, we're doing we like a uh, well, in UK, I think uh, it was in the previous hospital, they were doing it's called Prompt, of course, so that basically we yes. are doing drills on vaginal, br- of course, uh, vaginal breach, sorry, uh, is something for the doctors, mm, but yes. as you say, mm. something for no one. Because it is training, the <laughs> treatment yes. sit, yeah. sit on your hands yes. Yes. and watch uh, what's and watch, happening and yes. watch yes. We've yeah. had the yeah. training,
2: yes, but it would be a scenario where you would need, you need even a doctor. in the UK, you would okay. need a doctor there Good present. Course, yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, as far as you know, do they receive this kind of training? Because I remember talking about it with few um, of GYNs back in Italy mm. and uh, many of them were telling me that unfortunately it's not they, they don't usually offer this option because yeah. they don't feel Confident. S- comfortable enough mm. that is the same in the UK um, normally
2: um, even in the UK we will have we will offer the turning of the yeah, baby, uh-huh. so the ECV, yeah. external cephalic version. They will offer that around 36 weeks, but... It's sadly in the even yes, back at home, it's something that's not practiced enough mm-hmm. and therefore the doctors don't feel confident. So a lot of the time, yes, these women will be booked in for a C section.
1: So we can see I've that seen that more b- here. Blessed to yeah, yeah, have more doctors yeah. here in yeah. the UAE. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've really seen good. more
2: vaginal breach here. The only time I've seen in the UK, for me personally, is undiagnosed emergency. Okay. So that no. is all of a sudden, already, of sudden, sudden it's like oh, I'm in the all good <laughs> things here
3: better than yes, you know? yes. Yeah. so
2: yeah it's actually lovely here to but see but I think that.
3: in a point of view I think because uh, most of the hospital in Dubai they're like a private hospital private mm-hmm. care so uh, it's quite different the concept of healthcare here compared to Europe I can see Italy for example is my experience than is Dubai so it's always like uh, I'm a patient but I'm also a client so what I want yes uh, my daughter should follow yes. so it, it got the bene- risk and benefits you know mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, one of the Cool, cool things that if a lady she's really motivating something after mm. the doctor will explain like the, the prompts that for every single procedure she can still decide on what she wants to do Yes, right this yeah. is amazing so yeah. i think is yeah. yeah definitely definitely
0: well this has been great thank you so much before we go if you can um when they tell us a little bit about the antenatal classes that you yeah. offer
3: here at the hospital yeah, yes, we offering antenatal classes here. They are totally free of charge, not only for the women that are in American hospital, but even for other women, if they're interested in that. Usually it's on Saturday morning. They're divided into two classes. The first class will be uh, basically more regarding labour and delivering, what's happening in the labour units, and also a little bit about cesarean session and emergency session and what are your options after cesarean session as well and uh, the class 2 instead is talking about basically okay, I got the baby, I'm home, what am I going to do what with do the I baby? So, like, <laughs> no. so it's covered <laughs> like breastfeeding, it's covered like the baby routine, how to cope with the baby itself. Uh, I give some input about uh, resuscitation for the baby, like for example what, what to do, the initial step to be choking in the house or what, what I need mm-hmm. to do. And uh, also we talk about uh, postnatal care and we talk about also um, uh, postnatal depression. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, the it's quite interesting, And range. so
0: from what week do you recommend uh, for women to come, or For couples? 32
3: weeks. From 32 weeks. Usually they contact me through by email at around 20 weeks, so we can plan in advance. Mm-hmm. And when, like, 32 weeks, 32, 34 weeks, 35, they cancel the class. I got some lady that they come to the class like they're 38 weeks, maybe, because they mm-hmm. want to be very close to labor. Yeah. And the good thing that for class two, the postnatal, they can come even if they got the baby already. Oh, because nice. it's like for breastfeeding class you know, and everything. So when you got the baby, it's, you got the real model yeah. on mm-hmm. your arms. <laughs> right, so, yeah. exactly. And, and so like, if somebody wants to
0: register for these classes, uh, who shall they contact?
3: They need to contact me directly on my mail. If you want me, W Mengine, uh, so it's W M E N G H I N H A H uh, D Dubai. A H Dubai. Sorry. We'll put the email on the show. You 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 have to for a spelling things to an <laughs> Italian <right>. lady. <laughs> come on. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was not great. <laughs>
0: Well Wendy and Harriet thank you so thank much. It's been much. very informative. I'm yes. sure. Uh, we really wanted to really clarify that, you know, what a midwife does, you know, your role, the difference between a midwife, a doula, an obstetrician, an obstetric nurse. I think we've covered yeah. all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's been brilliant. Thank, thank you so you much for sharing. Thank, much. You. thank sure. you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. bye. Bye-bye. Bye.